old bucket. Dig it. Yeah. You better buy it if you don't buy it. Then nobody's going to get it. But you got to get it now. Dig it. Yeah. This podcast has been paid for by the Major World Order. No, 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 Major World Order. Figs for life. Hello and welcome to the Major World Order podcast, a podcast focusing on the community brought to you by the Major Wrestling Figure podcast. I am one of your hosts, Billy Walter Peck. I am a broski of the week. I am an are you serious bro tweet of the week. I am not a know your bro tweet of the week. I was going for that grand slam, but Brian Lyons beat me to it. But that's okay. With me is Huss. Var, aka the Major Market, aka Handsome Husvar, aka Heartbreak Husvar, aka Back the Husvar, collector of all things movies, TV, gaming, pop culture, especially the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, mer- podcast merch. <laughs> I'm also a supporter of the all ego Ethan Page and the very nice, very evil Dan Housen. We also have with us the big Jake Boski, the Sean Kemp of wrestling figure collecting, the Major Mad Hatter. And the future PBR heavyweight champion of the Still world. Still going on with this? Yeah, baby. Jake, don't <laughs> call me Bray Wyatt. Welcome to the Major World Order podcast where it's just too sweet. Well, and from the sounds of it, you're the last Wyatt standing. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't either. <laughs> well, I don't like it, but, you know, I do like it too. But, you know. <laughs> That's right. We are the Major World Order Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all at Major World Order. And not for nothing, you can find us at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Major World. Thank you for joining the show. We've got a, a, a fun podcast on the way. But first, an exciting word from our brand new sponsor. Have you ever realized how long it's been since you've had a good night's sleep? Do you toss and turn at night, wondering what's missing? What is that hole in my life? Well, I have the answer for you, and it's not a mattress in a box. It's the Major Merch Book, coming soon. Scratch that major itch. And now, it is time to get started with our guest. He works for Mattel a marketing genius. Oh, yeah. So I hear... He is, I, hear I heard he's the Einstein <laughs> of Mattel. Like Doc Brown's dog? Yes. Oh, all right. Anyway. <laughs> he's the first one to go back in time, so oh, he's yeah. great. Yeah, he's pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> Who knows what we're doing at this point. Welcome, yeah. Steve Moser, <laughs> to the show. <laughs> hey, guys. What's up? What an intro. Uh, I accept. I accept the Back to the Future comparison. I'll take it. All right. It's better than Copernicus. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Billy doesn't. Did you not watch? The, oh, never mind. Just forget it. <laughs> yeah. Go go back and watch Back to the That's Future. The, you, then you'll understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for joining us, Steve. We we really appreciate you coming on here. And uh, I know we were talking a little bit before you came. We we started up. Uh, you know, you've been pretty busy lately, obviously, with everything going on. So, um, but uh, we, we do appreciate you taking the time to, you know, come and hang out with us for a little bit. So, um, let's yeah. just kind of we're in a we're in a nice little lineup of podcasts that that Steve and Robert 
uh, Rudman have been doing. A quick shout out to some other major podcasts I know that they've been on. I know Robert was on to call up with Denny or Denny Kenny Dinkins. <laughs> almost dyslexic that one. And then the Fig Cave with Phil Gentile. And then Steve was on the Turnbuckle Tavern with Thomas Montalto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good times on those podcasts. Good people. Um, and Rob and I, obviously, we're, we're very active in the community. Oh, yeah. On our own social media, I do lives all the time. And you know, now I'm having these conversations regularly on these podcasts, and, and that's been super, super fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, how is it, you know, working, you know, obviously for Mattel, um, you know, and you, I mean, you, you know, the ins and outs of everything that's going on and, you know, future projects and things like that. How cool is it to be part of this group, you know, the major wrestling figure podcast community and be able to see the feedback, you know, and I know it's not all good, you know, there's, there's good things and bad things, but it's, it's gotta be pretty cool just to see the, you know, you know, your work and being able to get that feedback from, from the fans and the community. Um, you know, what, what, what's that like? I mean, in a way it kind of reinforces some of the mm-hmm. things like Rob and I think, because I mean, if you guys are saying it, chances are, we probably are mentally aligned with you guys. Right. Good, good and bad. Right. So even yeah. if there's something you're like, ah, oh, this is messed up. Right. Why, how, why'd right. they do this? Yeah. I mean, we're probably thinking like, ah, this didn't turn out right. You know, right. like ahead of time. It's not like, yeah. oh my God, I never knew like right. he, he's wearing <laughs> red, but, but we made him blue. Like, you know, um, <laughs> So it's like, you know, it's reassuring to see that that we're all like mentally aligned really as, as, right. as mutual fans. Definitely. No, that's that's really awesome and I just have one more quick question before we get into the the regular part of the podcast, but this is a question that everyone is dying to know and it you know, if you can't answer it, we understand, but all of the major world order fans and myself included want to know, is there going to be a giant Gonzalez elite coming soon? <laughs> I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe jokey question, but in all seriousness, I know that is somebody that Bill McKenna attempted to have, uh, or we we had a contact uh, looking for for talent back in the early days of the line, Mm -hmm. and Giant Gonzalez was on that list of someone we definitely were trying to acquire. Oh my god, Um, I would love that. Unfortunately, since he passed away, things right. got a little, you know, questionable of, of who has the rights to to his estate. Um, sure. And, you know, they just couldn't be certain that they had the right contacts uh, at the end of the day. So it kind of got put on the back burner. And here right. we are years later and it never happened. But yeah. if we can get rights somehow, um, I mean, come on. Of course. Of oh, course, we God. should have a giant Gonzalez elite. So, and, and, I, and it's not really that jokey because, like, it's every podcast giant gonzalez gets brought up because yeah. he is legit one of jake's favorite wrestlers of all time like so. i'm i literally have goosebumps right now like no no joke like seriously like it's possible so i'm so excited for that. that that would be awesome so that's that'd be my dream come true i'd definitely you know buy at least two of those one moc you know and then uh one one to keep loosey-goosey I think uh, <laughs> I think you know even though he had a sh- briefly uh, kind of a brief run in WWE yeah. like just as a figure alone and just oh, the yeah. looks it's like there's no worries about him selling like he'll right. sell. Oh fine. yeah, for sure, for sure. Definitely. That uh man, that's that'd be so cool. All right. So, let's get serious <laughs> a little bit, but uh, thank you for answering that. That was actually 
way better of an answer than I thought you might give. So <laughs> it's, the only reason, it's the only reason you brought me on. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Steve. We, we enjoyed having you on here. So <laughs> take care. No, but uh, so um, the way the format goes, we just, you know, kind of start off, you know, from the from the beginning. So let's let's talk about your beginning, you know, how you got into wrestling, um, kind of like what was your first interactions with wrestling and how did, how did you get into it? Well, my dad had one of those old gigantic satellite dishes if you remember those that people mm-hmm. had on their roofs like in the, the yard yeah the, oh, yeah. the ma- <laughs> massive ones right. um and you know back when when they were popular um you were just getting stations from around the country um you know for free initially um yeah. unscrambled <laughs> and and i would see house shows you know like wwe had had all these deals across the country and they would broadcast house shows like for us it was prism in, in Philadelphia, um, and you know they would just have all the various houses. I just remember wow, that's, seeing that's really cool. Like I didn't even know that that was a thing. So like that's why we ask these questions because yeah, awesome. yeah, they had all these local cable deals, right? And they wow. would broadcast shows like Houston was broadcast. I remember seeing wow. shows there. Obviously, Madison Square Garden Network. You know, Damn. so all you know at the very least, all the major markets were covered with these with these shows, which is why you see the shows available on. Well, you saw them available on the network when that was right. a thing. They'll probably be on Peacock if they already aren't. Sure. Um, But anyway, that was my first exposure really to seeing matches was him, you know, finding these 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 shows uh, on on these satellite channels. Um, And, you know, I liked it, but didn't dive fully in yet until Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling launched. And, you know, then, you know, as a kid, like it just made it ultra palatable to me, like in cartoon form, like these guys were all characters, right? Uh, Larger than life characters. And it delivered it to, you know, my young brain in a way that made me completely embrace it. So I really liked it at that point. Um, But I didn't kind of understand, you know, when to watch it or, you know, renting VHS tapes and all that stuff uh, or even pay-per-views yet. Um, So fast forward a couple years. And then you have the Mega Powers versus Mega Bucks storyline leading into SummerSlam 88. And that yes. finally completely sealed the deal. All in, started to absorb the business like a sponge, finding old magazines, old VH- VHS tapes, like everything imaginable, and just learned as much as I could about the business from that point on- onward and just like never looked back. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, that's like the perfect time to, to get into it, like right there that you know late 80s like oh that was just i mean i you know definitely have vivid memories of uh, you know watching you know saturday night's main event and you know things like that and i mean i remember i'd you know pass out in my bed you know trying to stay up and then i'd wake up halfway through i'm like oh i'm awake you know and i <laughs> try yeah, to watch yeah. stuff and just you know so many cool things that uh you know just it's just it's crazy too how times have changed you know how we can literally just l- grab our phone and look up anything we want to watch anywhere in the world right now and back then you you had specific times and you know it oh it's just it's so, it's crazy so pre pre my mega powers full dive in um like i said i was interested and i remember catching every once in a while i don't know why i was up this late as a kid but <laughs> um catching once in a while the saturday night's main event you know specials mm-hmm. and i remember liking it and thinking oh this will be every week and trying to figure out like oh if i stay up late on saturday i'll, I'll find yeah. this show again and then i didn't find it right and i was like yeah. what's what's happening here and that was part of like me as super young not understanding you know right. no internet uh right. back then and we're obviously all dating ourselves um right. 
But but yeah, now it's like a different story. It's like everything imaginable is right at our fingertips. Wrestling yeah. is on TV almost every night of the week. Yeah. Um, yeah, like much, it's yeah. really like an amazing evolution to where we are now. And I think sometimes we take it for granted. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's it's crazy, but uh, you know, it's 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 definitely went in the right direction. You know, because <laughs> I mean, it's still it it sucked pretty bad if we had to. Uh, um, you know, run around, try to get a, go to our buddy's house that had cable, you know, and just try to, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, um, so around that time, um, you know, uh, I believe LJNs were out, uh, probably about when you started watching, um, and then, you know, the Hasbro's came about in 1990 there. When you were a kid, did you have any of those action figures or, you know, anything like that? And did you, did you start collecting then? Or like, when did you get into collecting? Yeah, I mean, that era was definitely like a collect-them-all era for action figures. Yeah. Um, and I, I collect everything now, still. Right. G.I. Joe, <laughs> DC, DC, Marvel, oh, wow. you know, NECA, NECA yeah. figures, uh, He-Man, everything. So, you yeah. know, I started with some of those other brands, like sure. He-Man probably sure. first, um, DC Superpowers. Um, and then, you know, when I fell in love with WWE, like LJNs, like as many as I could find, they were more expensive and everything so i didn't right. get to go as deep into collecting those as i would have liked um and then you know hasbros uh yeah. came out and they were super cheap in comparison yeah. um sure. and I, I got pretty much everything from from the hasbro collection um but yeah i mean always i was always trying to get as many as possible yeah. um as many as we can find and once again, no internet, so we're just like driving around blindly. Me and my dad right. trying to find these things. Going to like KB Toys or Toys R Us, and they just you know there they yep. are. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, do you have any um, specific memories of like some of the ones you had, or any like did you have any like you know fig feds or anything like that when you were a kid? Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Storylines, ongoing yeah. storylines, especially who, who, as I got older. Who was your champion? Who was like oh, your main guy? It shuffled around. I mean, Hulk. Yeah. Hulk, Hulk was always in the mix for right. sure. Um, especially when I was younger, but as I got older, like I would mm -hmm. get into some of the the other talent who I thought were being like overlooked on TV. Like yeah. I think even like Virgil got a huge push oh, at yeah. one point <laughs> for like the main event picture. But I, I would definitely like cycle through and and yeah. try to like utilize underutilized talent, right? Um, and, and have a good time with no, it. Royal, uh, Royal Rumbles with drawing numbers the whole the whole nine yards. Right. No, so no, you, it seems like you were fairly like realistic with like your booking so to speak um did you um do any crossovers you know was was he-man and uh, you know Roboto <laughs> like jumping in the ring or anything like that or you know thinking about like wrestling play specifically i don't know if i did much of that i kind of kept it to you know wwf and and wcw the, the galoops okay. um but i did mix those up um sure. but but then i did at a point like gravitate towards gi joe for wrestling because of the articulation oh, um yeah. and, and use those to to really do a lot of moves and whatnot and of course sarge was the the champion uh for oh, the yeah. gi joes okay, yeah hell cool. yeah those almost would have been like an elite at that time, you know, because they had so much articulation, you know, yeah. compared to like a Hasbro or something like that. So, man, I wish I would have had some GI Joes now when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who were That's um? Who were some of your favorite wrestlers growing up? Like, who, who would you say was like your all-time favorite, and then like you know some other other ones you loved? Hulk Hogan, kid, Hogan. right? Uh, but I, you know, he was always the guy. But I had like other favorites of the moment as well like but you know if, if i was at a show at the spectrum 
and Hulk came out, forget it. Like, I was all about Hogan. Uh, but in the moment, like, Roddy, Randy, uh, Warrior, it's like, you know, I just had, like, uh, like the fever, I call it. Like, I have, yeah. I have Roddy Piper fever, and I was all, all about right. Roddy for a while. Brutus Beefcake, you know, Brutus the effing barber beefcake yeah. fever. Um, <laughs> and, like, was all about Brutus for a little bit. So, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of cycled through and had moments with everybody. Um, and whenever people ask me, like, favorite questions, it is hard because I, mm. I do really love everybody uh, a right. lot. Um, so, and, and and I had moments where everybody was, like, a focal point of, like, my fig yeah. fed or, or whatever. But, like yeah. I said, H- Hogan was always, like, like the... the the crowning jewel of the collection in the fig fed. Yeah, you sound like, like you, me. I like everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like you need the good guys and the bad guys, and you love them both for those yeah. reasons. You know, it's like I mean, I was a huge Rockers fan. You know, when they were together, and then of course once uh, Marty and Sean split up, it was like everybody hated Sean. But there was just something about I was like, oh, this guy's bad, man. I love it. You know, and I was I was really into him. And then um, you know, he had. I remember. I, th- I think it was the ninety. Three Royal Rumble, I believe, or maybe '92. I can't remember, but uh, he was the IC champ, and he went against Janetti, and uh, Sherry was in his corner. And um, at that moment, you know, I was like, okay, th- I just felt like this is Janetti's push, and I started, you know, kind of gravitating towards him. And then, of course, you know, that you know didn't last too long, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's just, but it's just cool, you know, like there's just so many characters from that era that. You know, even if they were just a, a flash in the pan, it's just it still sticks with me. You know, thirty, thirty-five years later, whatever it's you know, and it's just it's so cool to have those memories. And now the the coolest thing is to be able to kind of relive that with the action figures that we're able to collect. And that's like you know the legend series that are coming out. Like I was just talking to the guys beforehand. Like I just picked this up today, the new Scott Hall. I hate you. you know? I hate you. <laughs> and uh, you know, like. But I, like, also I also got the Chase Macho. <laughs> I hate you. you know, I hate you. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> but like, I, but I'm like super excited about these because I have not seen. Well, I've seen figures, but I either already had them or it's just I, I only collect like legends pretty much. Um, you know, I mean, there's there some of the new ones are awesome, but it's just kind of out of my. It's not what I grew up on my my nostalgia. So it's like when I see these, I like freak out. I'm like, oh my god, you know, I feel like a kid again. <laughs> so it's it's so cool that. You know, we had these Legends lines and, and all these other things coming. So, uh, you know, I, I know you're you're a big part of that. And I just, you know, definitely want to say thank you for that. And it's just, it's so cool to to even just to be able to communicate with, with somebody on the inside, I guess, so to speak, that, that has the same passion that we do. And like, you know, like I said, listens to what we say, you know. And, and you know, I, I know there's, you know, you can't make all the decisions, but you, you do have some input. And it's, it's cool that you're able to listen to us and... You know, kind of just like hear hear what we like and and what we're into, and and kind of go off of that. So we we truly appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it's my pleasure. I I was known a bit as you know, I don't want to say an influencer, but for lack of a better term, like a toy influencer before getting to Mattel. So you know, being someone who was an action figure collector and a fan right. of WWE yeah. and and all these other brands, like it does it does you know, uh, it is rewarding for me to be on the inside. And, and right. now give back and be the voice for you guys, right? And I know the importance, too. And not only just, you know, of course, it's important as, as a collector and as fans that this stuff, mm-hmm. like, comes out and we make these things. But then, yeah. you know, it really does, it truly translates to good business, too, right? And, and oh, yeah. you know, Jer- Jeremy Padauer wrote the playbook, right? Right. WWE figures became 
you know, the, the growth kind of stopped and stalled out. And he said this and he figured out like what the next step needed to be and is right. to, to make an offering that's all encompassing for everybody, every age level. And I mean, I'll be honest with you at the time before Legends or sorry, Classic Superstars came out, I was about to get out. Like they changed yeah. from those R3 figures, hmm. uh, R3, what were they called? Uh, I think they were R3, Real Scan, Real Scale, yeah. Real Scale. Yeah, yeah. So they switched from those body styles to Ruthless Aggression. And I, yeah. d- I didn't like uh, I didn't like the the you know the change to be honest with you I thought they were inferior um, and I was like okay now's my cutoff time <laughs> now I can I can get out of this and save some money and right. focus on other things nope. um, <laughs> and classic superstars sucked me right back in and I was yeah. all in not just classic superstars it was like everything right right because then I'm thinking well I mean these guys now they will be legends someday right, right? so right. I just bought like everything and it's like that's why it's so important to like make product that appeals to every segment of of Mm -hmm. the fandom because it's like that little bit here and there like you know it it grows to something larger um and i think when you have a strong legends program that um you know appeals to to longtime fans who may have dropped off they may it might even make them watch the show right like there's there's ripples effects to these things so it's it's super important plus you know obviously selfishly i I love them myself and it just gives me more to collect um so it's just like cool all around like literally every everybody benefits from from including things like this oh yeah 100 percent i was gonna say i wanted to give you a a huge thank you for listening to my plea for the the ultimate undertaker being like the 98 you know 97 (laughs) because I, I got the basic one, you know, thinking that was going to be, you know, the only iteration. And then this one gets announced and I'm like, thank God, because that's what I grew. I grew up mainly with the Attitude Era. You know, it was like, you know, 96, 97, 98. And that was my Undertaker. You know, that was my version. And when I saw you guys announce it, I was like, thank, thank God. <laughs> thank God that we get one finally. And it, it's so cool. I'm, that's like I've been checking ringside every day for the pre-order. Like I need like two of them. Yeah, yeah. I have you to thank for it. I mean, (laughs) not just me, right? I I knew that was what we should do for an ultimate. Um, But I mean, you know, I think Bill knew as well and Robert knew as well. Like that that was the way to go. There'd been so many Undertakers already and that was like an outlier. Like we haven't done this yet. And even early on, I think he was in the pitch, right? Like he was one that we would do way back when we were like pitching this line. Um, So we knew it was just like aligning like, tooling budget because there's so much new tooling on him right and obviously you have to factor in reuse and all that stuff so it's like okay beginning of a new year him and kane lots of new tooling let's let's knock it out like right now and then that's why it it took a little bit of time for him but yeah we we knew and we listened all along and we saw you guys but we just couldn't say anything and so yeah yeah i love it i love it i can't wait (laughs) All right, so kind of getting back um, on the format. I do definitely want to get back and talk oh, yeah. more about figures here uh, in a little bit, but uh, let's talk about your first interactions or first introductions, I should say, to Zach and Kurt, aka Matt and Brian. Um, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about how you you got familiar with them. Like, oh, like was it with their wrestling career, or did it was it like after that? And then, like, how did you actually get in contact with them after afterwards? So, you know, I, I'm a fan. I go to WrestleMania every year. So, number one, I met them a couple times through, like, regular meet and greets. But, you sure. know, they'll never remember me from that, whatever. Um, <laughs> but Zach and I, um, Matt, we kind of go back to my job before Mattel when I worked for Coca-Cola and I did marketing for them. Um, we 
I was handling honest tea, uh, an organic tea beverage for the Coca-Cola company. I handled like the Southeast U.S. Um, and and Matt was an influencer for for honest tea, and he would get like deliveries and stuff. And his, you oh, can wow. look back on his social media, and he would he would like tweet or post Instagram posts about honest tea. Oh, um, wow. So for some of those things, it was me like dropping them off, and in wow. Oh, wow. In have New Orleans, talk, have you talked to him about this? Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, that's cool. It's a joke. It's a joke because um, I was in Florida, right? That was my primary primary market, but I did take care of the Southeast. Um, so when WrestleMania was in New Orleans, I was like, "Well, I I got to make this an excuse to get to New Orleans, right?" right. So I was yeah. like, oh, "I'll drop product off to Zach, and you have to make it worthwhile." So I went there. And I dropped off like so many cases. It was just like, you know, like a one year supply basically for his one week in New Orleans. So he, he got in the room and he was like, yeah, he was like, what the hell is this? Like, um, and he was just trying to give it away to anybody who would take it. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so we joke about that. So, you know, that's how far back he and I go. Um, and then, yeah. you know, Brian was really just like him becoming a part of the elite squad. Um, right. We knew he was a figure person and we wanted him involved in that in that elite squad program because we right. wanted authenticity. Of course, you want, sure. the, you know, the, the, the mega star power of like an AJ Styles to bring in casual people. But right. at its core, whenever we're doing these things, we want it to sound like people who know what they're talking about. Right. So we wanted to make sure both both Matt and Brian were involved in that from day one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so after that, like, when um i guess what i'm trying to say is like how did you get into like more of a past kind of you're <laughs> kind of messing this up because it's like you're already on a personal level with them you know it's because we're, we're used to like nor regular fans just like us you know so you kind of already had that business um mentality or not even oh man I, i'm really messing this up yeah yeah relationship you know with them already so it's kind of like um you know, a, a little unique as far as that goes, but like, um, I guess when when did you st- hear about the Major Wrestling Figure podcast, and like, how did you get into that? Well, so as far as like figure related things, you know, on a personal mm-hmm. level, like it yeah. was like, yes, we got them involved, and I don't remember how we exchanged numbers or something. I probably had Matt's first, um, but we wound up in some group chat at some point, just talking toys. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the elite squad happened and they were instrumental in its initial success, of course, uh, became faces of it. Um, and then I, I think, you know, in, in my opinion, and maybe they don't want me to say it, or maybe I'm wrong or maybe, you know, whatever, (laughs) but I feel like the, the podcast was a natural next step after the elite squad right Right. it's like they were doing all these things and they were doing other projects as well so it was just like a natural evolution in my view like elite squad i don't think they would have a uh you know a problem in in saying that that was all part of you know it happening so yeah 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 the 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 elite squad the i figured it out shows you know everything that they were doing led up to what's happening now which is amazing um and i think i think just through you know uh friendly chats about toys and collecting and i think you know matt and i would would exchange messages about star wars and you know figuring things out and he was collecting jurassic so it wasn't just wrestling figures you know um and then of course you know when the podcast finally started just like you know seeing if there was any news that we needed to share like as they were figuring out their format for the show um and just working closely with them on things like that and then you know i they you know they know that if they ever need me for anything they can put up 
the bat signal and, yeah. and I'll, I'll come <laughs> a running and do whatever I can. If it's just a yeah. little snippet video to intro something, if it's, yeah. you know, if they're helping us out with, with, you know, the, the crowdfunded ring, of course. Yeah. So, you know, it's a great, you know, um, it's not a business relationship because we're not exchanging money, but there's a great sure. business aspect sure. to it. Uh, but, but, you know, I, I'd say, you know, we're, we're good buddies and toy buddies as well. Yeah, yeah definitely. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Let's talk about this, uh, this ring that everybody's, uh, Get up in arms about you know <laughs> i mean this, on fire. yeah i mean <laughs> i've um i i just backed my second one yesterday so I, I got two coming so i'm i mean i'm hoping we get to 7k because i i don't have the yeah. either of the other doinks that have came out yet and you know I, I need to get one so i'm i'm hoping that we can get that but i i got a good feeling we're gonna we're gonna hit this 5k at least so um you know it's just it's so scary being in this because it's like you know I want it so bad. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just checked. I just checked right now. We're at forty-eight percent. So we're okay. just about at the halfway point. Um, yeah. And we still have a few days left for this Macho Man early bird thing. So right. uh, I, you know, it seems very reasonable we can get to to five k and make it happen. Right. Um, Doink seems difficult but not impossible but man i want right. that figure so bad oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah cool. it'd be and it's cool but i mean it's like it's just oh man it's just you know like all three of those figures you know the the diesel um you know the doink and then of course that macho man is like that yeah. that really like just put a put a smile on my face when i heard that i was like this is awesome you know because I mean, we we have a million Macho Mans, but like this one specifically like has never, yeah, man. has never been made, yeah. and at WrestleMania ten year, so it's really cool to to be able to have you know something new for for Macho because you know mo- most of us are, are Macho Man freaks, you know, and um, you know it's just I mean if he he has so many alterations over the years he wrestled, you know, for different gears and things like that, so it's so cool to have. You know this one now. Like I mean, this one um, is my favorite. Like this, the, I love this, that figure. The, the, the white just came out. Yeah, it's just such a badass figure. But like, I don't know if uh, this next one comes. It, it might be my favorite after that one. So I'm I'm excited. Same. <laughs> if you if you like that one, uh, you can thank me. If you don't like <laughs> it, you can hate me because it was almost it was almost like a, an early a very early Randy from when he first joined WWE. Yeah. Um, and we were like, do we want to do this? And then I was like, I really want that that Hasbro remade, yes. right, with the white jacket. And I started uh, like, pressuring Bill five. To, yeah. Yeah, 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 pressuring Bill to change it. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it was it was oh. almost a, a, a robed early early era macho. Yeah. Wow. So you know that is something that I kind of want to talk about, and it it does expand past uh, just the ring, but we can kind of keep it on the ring, you know, for now. Um, you know, you you are the global brand marketing manager. Now, for a lot of people, that would you know seem like you know you handle the marketing of things, but you know you're you're saying that like you know you you help kind of from start uh, of these figures or ideas or whatever to you know the finish. Now, you may not actually be like making them, but like it sounds like you have a lot of input on like the very early stages of figures getting made or the choices that are happening versus just being the guy that markets it out to the world. (laughs) Yeah. So that, that marketing manager title is a little deceiving. Um, there is some marketing involved. Um, 
But I think in like, you know, um, industry terms, the marketing is more towards marketing that to a retailer, right? To get them to buy in. So sure. what, what we do as marketing managers is we manage the, the line and the entire process. Um, from from concept, I mean concept for the year slots slots and rats right um, <laughs> through product selling through retail and every step of the way. So the marketing manager is really just like overseeing everything, absolutely everything. Um, and you know we break it down and have you know lines that are dedicated to to certain marketing managers. Um, or else it would just be impossible, right? Um, and then, you know, I, I kind of uh, have the luxury of, of kind of being a consultant on everything on top of it. So it's like I not only manage my lines, but I have input um, creatively on on everything. Um, so, I mean, it's a, it's a great position. I remember as a kid, I used to make like fake lineups, you know, and just like yeah. dream lineups and, and oh, mail sure. them in the mail and say, hey, oh, wow. make, make these, right? Or video <laughs> game things too. I really wanted WrestleFest to come out on Super Nintendo. And oh, I would yeah. be like, yeah. add these characters, hear the move sets that they would have. And I <laughs> yeah. just like everything explained out to them. So That's now awesome. it's like I, I do that with, with, with Bill. And now people lineup. do that yeah. to you on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like, I wish, it's... It's so I wish cool. it was mail instead. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, what would the chances be if I actually just mailed you something that it might get like a little more? <laughs> you get 10% more credibility. By yeah, yeah, it makes it a little more official then, you know. <laughs> right. But um, it's just, that's just so cool. It's like it's like your childhood dream job, you know, in, in a sense. Like you were kind of doing that when you were a kid, and now you, this is what you're doing well, and, for and a living, you know. That's what I wanted to mention, you know you know, from a little bit of your conversation earlier is like, you know, what, what the people can't see, but you have He-Man, you know, figures behind you, Masters of the Universe. And, you know, that is a Mattel property. So I, you know, that might be one of the lines that you handle, but um, I just wanted to say about that. It's like, I don't know who's seen uh, the movie Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg, but there's, there's Mm -hmm. one scene where he says something like, I used to be, or I used to have these guys' posters on my wall, and now I'm one of them. Like you had them as the the kid, and now you are making them. Like that's that's yeah. really cool, and I I love that. And I know it kind of segued a little out of things, but yeah, Th- those little moments are are, def- <laughs> are definitely not, they're definitely not lost on me. Um, yeah. I'm in a. I know I'm in a blessed position, right? Sure. I'm in a, I'm in any fan's dream position. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, there are nightmares involved, right? Oh, I'm like sure. it's not <laughs> just like I get have to have fun and make lineups and stuff like that. Like it it is very right. hard and like like you see me doing the podcast rounds now, it's after yeah. hours, right? So this is right. this is This is your personal time. Right. So so right. It, it is it's a lot, but I mean, I'm willing to sacrifice that yeah. not only for my own, you know, uh creative fulfillment uh, but to give everybody the best right and give yeah. everybody what they want and spread spread the word um, but I mean there's moments like you know uh, I tell this story a lot like getting to tell you know legends or family of legends of figures coming like I get I got to yeah. reveal sensational Sherry's figure to her son and tell oh, her there wow. was a a figure coming and he was crying and it was so emotional because you'd mentioned, you know, learning to, to love heels and Sherry was like one of the first heels that was like, Oh my God, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Um, so that was a special moment. And then just, um, I think yesterday or the day before I saw one of the, um, the artists on X-Men, the animated series from the nineties post his, his home office. 
And yeah. right in front of him where he sits, he has Slim Jim Macho Man oh, and wow. he has Masters of the WWE Universe, Mr. T. And I'm like, holy oh, wow. crap. I like grew up watching that show and loving it so much. And now one of those artists, like it's like a circle of life, basically, uh, of, of not inspiration. Houston, is it? Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the name. I don't know oh, the name, okay. but yeah, like I'm lucky I know <laughs> I my own name at times. Just, I'm lucky I, I, I know my own name at times. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, no, I, yeah, so many cool things about all that. Um, so yeah, then, you know, very possible that this kind of stuff has been answered, but, but like you said, um, you know, going from like the starting basis of, of creation, um, you know, what, you know, what are those early things that were like, you know, it's time to start making this ring um, and, uh, you know, seeing through to like, what are the options, you know, for the things to get made and, and all of that. So you you guys remember we showed a huge entrance stage a few years ago at yep. Access and at yes. San Diego Comic-Con. So we already knew to create something like that, it would have to be online it would right. probably have to be some sort of Kickstarter crowdfunded execution. Um, and that, that's where we started. We were gauging interest at first um, and seeing, you know, what people were saying they were willing to pay for something like that. Mm. Um, I mean, it's it's massive, so it's going to be expensive. Yeah. There are electronics. Right. Uh, retail's not going to take something like that. So, right. so we, start, we started exploring. And I mean, the tooling alone was just like astronomical like insanely astronomical oh, for imagine. that and it was just like there's just no way at that point in time you the consumer would even want something that expensive right It'd probably so a thousand dollars at least you, that that's the, the the hidden thing in in a lot of items is the tooling costs right oh, yeah it's right. like you just can't figure that out but it's like yeah. you're talking about like i mean at least six figures maybe right. seven figures right for something like that, yeah. um, and then how you how do you recoup those costs for something that's going to be low run? Right, and you're not, right. and that's a moment in time entrance stage, right? So you're right. not going to like be able to rerun that in perpetuity. Um, so it makes things very very challenging. So we started to scale back a little bit. You know, what yeah. can right. we do that is a, a palatable price point for people mm-hmm. that we can you know afford the tooling for um, that it can still be low run, you know, and then you know we we eventually came up with you know having the ring because the ring does have reuse potential right, right? Mm-hmm. um that kind of helps the entrance get made right that you're right. only going to do one time so it's like all these numbers are balancing each other out at right. the end of the day so i know people said take the ring out and just do the entrance and then it cuts off this much money no the entrance goes up in price because mm-hmm. you know because you're not going to get any tooling reuse out of it so right. it's just like you know all these things like were carefully calculated to get to that 250 price point sure, um, right. to where it's like okay the company can can make money on this um, right. it's not going to be in the red it's it's a profitable item um, and it's it's viable it's something that we we think people do want I mean that oh, that to me mm-hmm. is so memorable that entrance you know oh, and yeah. I mentioned this I mentioned this on other interviews it's like it started at Wrestlemania 8 and it's like look who came right. through it then and right. and you know then it just you know, went on for, for a few more years through the, yeah. the early days of the Attitude Era. So, right. um, yeah, it, it's just, I, we thought it was it was a, a widely appealing item. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think, you know, there's obviously crowdfunding is new to people and we're educating and that's why we're doing right. a lot of these podcasts. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's important because if we can, if we can take this next step 
in, into new things, like who knows what happens, you know? Don't don't even think of it as a crowdfunding thing. Think of it as an open pre-order. I know yeah, people want right. that. So this yeah. is also an experiment in open pre-orders. What can right. we get if we open a pre-order up for 30 days, right? right. Yeah. So it's like all these things are factored in and it's like everyone who, who is involved in this is learning and seeing how consumers oh, yeah. react and seeing what people say, seeing what people say about the price point about you know the time frame like all that stuff there's lots of learnings to be had here but like the possibilities are endless if this is successful and once again i don't want to you know i see people like saying oh they're threatening us like no we're not no. threatening you no. and saying nothing will happen after this but no. you know it does make it harder right yeah if yeah. if it fails and it fails abysmally how can you right. make a case for it easily after that? Right. It's going to be very right. difficult right? right but if it succeeds it makes things very easy to say let's do this and let's make it a little bit more money right. and a little bit bigger right and then you could take baby steps and grow and grow and grow um instead of just the you know having an uphill battle of of you know maybe some people don't believe in the execution anymore or something not saying it's impossible but it definitely makes right. it harder right i and i couldn't agree i was just gonna say real quick i um you know the, i i back the ring too um i you know i really so i missed out on like the two-in-one ring you know the this raw smackdown and they're like going for way, you know, so much money now. So I've been waiting for something like this to come out because I, I want like an entrance, you know, where I can make my figures come out. And and also I just learned from from Robert that you can break down this ring and pretty much pack it up. And I could, you know, if I'm not playing, you know, I, I play with my toys. I actually play with my toys. So I, you know, when I'm not, I don't have much room in my room, so I could literally break it down, you know, put it away and then, you know, unpack it again whenever I'm ready. Like, it's perfect for, like, exactly what I want. And, um, you know, it, it, it couldn't have come at a, a, a better time. And I think the price is, like, where where it should be because you got to think, like, Matt even said it. He's spending $200 on Ultimate Warrior Ultimate, you know, third, <laughs> right. you know, third party. And, you know, the ring and with the three figures is going to be $300 plus or $250 with all the accessories. So, like, down the line, it's going to be way even way more. So get it now while you can. And a kind of a perspective, too, that I, I think um, could maybe help some is like so you you mentioned that, you know, it was loosely what it is you know maybe a little more extravagant as a display at you know comic-con and you know that's kind of a thing like that i've always wondered about is like those big comic-con reveals like they have these such extravagant like diorama sets and yeah. displays and it's like man how can i get one of those and this is your your opportunity to get basically one of those and um you know neca also did something similar with the 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 turtles you know street diorama for you know the the movies and the animated series like andrew you got you got one of those right i got the cartoon one i've been wanting to get the movie one and how much how much was one of those oh man i think it was like, like a, two two something i think okay and that's just like you know it, it looks it's really cool but it's just a display thing you know it, it, that, that's a wall basically and it's it, not it's, coming with two potentially three figures and interchangeable right. accessories and all that and and so, not to knock on NECA there's a lot of cardboard pieces to it like this the you know it's it's a lot of cardboard stuff and and very flimsy pieces so and and yeah not not trying to knock or anything like that yeah, but it's just like it's kind of a to me somewhat of a comparable item it is. I'm actually trying to look up my 
my purchase confirmation for that Same. to remind me of the price <laughs> the price of it because it's, I bought. It's not like it came right away. Right, right. It, it was it was a pre order. Um, I have a lot of neck. I'll never find it. I have a lot of neck pre orders. <laughs> I collect neck. But it was pricey. It was pricey, and it's large, and you know that that's a great thing to bring up, right? It was it was something that did that they did for like kind of like a uh, an open order uh, pre-sale situation, um, and you know it, it's a mix of, of plastic and, and cardboard, and it's great and it's well done. Yeah, um, but you know it, it shows that there's a market for items like this in general. Um, yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but like no. why people are giving the ring such a hard time versus something like that, it's like it's not right. that different and people definitely got that. So if like I said, if, if if it's trying to put a positive perspective on it to a point, it's a lot of people did that. It's not that difficult to do this if if you have the means to do it, you know. Right, right. And there were multiple releases. Yeah, mo- uh, 150, okay. 150. And there were multiple releases of that too, right? Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. that, that came out at Comic-Con first with, with the movie figures. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think they did a generic version online. Mm-hmm. And then they did the animated version. Oh. So it's like that. even that, you're seeing them getting like tooling reuse out of it, you know, and slightly yeah. reconfiguring right. it or, or redecoing it for different yeah. things. Um, so it's like at 150, you're getting a re tooling reuse type of an item um, and you're seeing success with it Um, so I think you know I think for a lower run item like ours like a one and done and specifically talking about that that entrance um, you know as a long term collector who buys a lot of things and buys a lot of lines and I like to think of myself as an action figure photographer even though I haven't done it in a long time like I buy things that will enhance my action figure photography Mm, Um, and you know I think this is the perfect thing to do that I, I gotta agree 100%. I mean, I I bought one to grip and one to flip, as I like to say. You know, I mean, so but literally the one that I'm gonna keep, it's gonna be the centerpiece of my toy room here. So, um, like literally, I'm gonna have a um, like a coffee table in the center, and it's gonna be right in the middle here, like full entrance, everything, and I'm gonna have it all set up because it, I just like it's just gonna be so fucking cool to you know be set up yeah. like that and you know i was thinking you know kind of like like you were talking about doing the retooling and you know things like down the road i mean obviously you could easily make ring skirts that are interchangeable you know things like that um you know and as far as the entrance stage go you know maybe down the road if if this gets back there there might be like a a retro raw or you know like the raw you know something like that uh, I mean, there, there, there's so many cool things you can do. And then, you know, you can even dig into the WCW stuff and maybe do like a well, cool Halloween Havoc, you know, ECW like ECW or yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so I mean, the ring can totally be reused over and over and over and over, you know, no problem. And and, and I do want to say something about like mm-hmm. the ring. Like, yeah. we're not going to do rings every time. If we right. do more of these projects, like, we're doing the ring now because you, you do need a ring. Right. It, a, a properly scaled ring was something yeah. that was undeniably asked for, you know, right. for a long time. Um, there are opportunities to refresh the skirts and the posts right. and the turnbuckles, right? Yeah. So it's like there are long-term positive implications of this. Yeah. Um, and, you know, future starters, we're not going to force people to buy a ring every single time right Right. like let's hypothetically say we do a hell in the cell hypothetical making it up right i don't want to force another ring with that right 
maybe maybe we figure out a way to get the ring out another way for people who don't have it or you know something right, right? but we're yeah. not gonna or maybe it's an add-on right maybe right. it's an add-on for those who have this already we'll, yeah. we'll work that out later but like yeah. we're not gonna force a ring on people every single right. time like this is because i saw i saw a few comments saying they're gonna force these bundles on us every time no, no. will it be a figure in something probably like i sure. think you would want, yeah. want a figure that it's really, more enticing that way yeah, i mean it you know, be, it's up. just kind of like um you know when they come out with like these like uh you know, um, accessory packs and things like that. Like it's cool, right. you know, but I feel like it should come with a figure too, and not you know because it's like I, I mean, me personally, I don't play with my figures. I, I rearrange them and I dust them, and you know that's me playing with them. At least that's what I tell my wife. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's just like if I was gonna, I'm not interested in the accessory packs personally for me, you know, but. You know, if there's a figure with it, then I, I need to get it because it comes with that. So that makes it more enticing as a consumer, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's just one of those things. But, yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I'm super excited for this ring. I mean, it's just it's so cool. And, and, and like, I personally, I love new gen. You know, that, that was one of my favorite times. I mean, that's when I was growing up and I was, like, really getting into it, you know. And it's just – and that bridged the gap between the golden era and the attitude era, too. You know, and it's like there was – yeah, there might have been some goofy characters and stuff that came out, but it's so good. And like, that's why I, we love it. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it reminds <laughs> me of me because I'm like I'm super cheesy. These guys make fun of me all the time because like I make these stupid jokes and you know they're just like they're rolling their eyes and stuff. But it's like it's just so funny and that it you know there there's a lot of stuff like that from the the new gen era. But there's so much good stuff too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I mean your Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, you know. Razor Ramon, Diesel, Doink, you know, Macho Man, Lex Luger. I mean, all these guys that it's just, it's like there's there's so much awesome content from that era. And it's like, you know, even like uh, I saw somebody in the group had the WrestleMania, the arcade game, like you were talking about earlier, but he had like a setup in a ring, like of the actual front of the game case. But he used all his action figures yeah. for it, you know, and yeah. it was, I, I don't remember who did that, but that was cool. Like, you could totally do that with this ring. It'd be so sweet and for figure photography and things like that. So I'm, I'm like super excited for this thing to come out and I'm definitely going to be doing some, some fig photography for, for sure. Cause I, I really haven't done too much of that. I just kind of, whatever figure I, I get to purchase, I just take it in, in front of my, uh, Mattel shelf here. But, uh, you know, it's going yeah, to be, the new gen, um, I don't want to call it hate, but, you know, yeah. the negative reaction to right. new gen stuff, it, it yeah. does baffle me a little bit because whenever you have one of those figures revealed, like a new Sean from that era right. or a Brett or yeah. whatever, it's like yeah. so positive. The reception oh, yeah. is so positive. And even the goon, you know, no offense to the goon, right. but like, you know, he, he was obviously not a main eventer, but that sure. like got so many people it talking and up. excited yeah. after Comic-Con. And it's like totally new gen a hundred percent a thousand percent so you know i think i think the focus on the name new gen like mess Mm -hmm. with people's heads um more than like you think about everyone who went through that you know mr perfect you know the road warriors it's just like the who's who of the business went through that entrance so right yeah, yeah, I can't wait. I mean, I'm going to put it right behind me. You see where this Castle Grayskull is. I'm going to yeah. shuffle shelves around, and that entrance is going right there. Awesome. Well, That's can, gonna be so cool. can I can I ask you a question? So I, I've actually been thinking about this. So it gets backed, and then 
like say you're gonna do another ring you want to do let's just you know for example like that attitude error ring could you essentially just just make new ring posts and new turnbuckles and a new ring skirt and just put it on the existing one that's gonna come out essentially yeah, that's so, totally possible like that's like another reason like why people should do it because like down the line like yeah you, d- you decide you want to do an attitude error ring with a you know attitude error entrance you could just do the, sell the ring posts and the skirt and then like you're set you know and like, that's, that's exactly why i'm buying two rings yeah. because that guy that's like oh i want this set well you don't have a ring now bud so hit me up <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's like one of the like the biggest things i'm you know i'm excited for is like the future like the future that right. this could bring like you said oh, before yeah. like the possibilities that we'll yeah. have later on and, and, and I mean, wanna... even just think about the figures that are coming with it. Yeah. I mean, like you can only get these figures from purchasing this. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, I mean, these are easily within a year to two years going to be a hundred dollar a piece figures easily. More, more. I know, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, I mean, right there, the figures will make you money, and you still got the ring. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. it's just it's a win win situation. No, no matter what. You know? I mean. 100%. Even, you know, it's not something that I'm necessarily going to uh, encourage because, sure. you know, it is, right, I am right, a right. Mix, I'm, I'm a mix of, of fan and business right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, but you know, anyone who's who's in this, who collects uh, or is, is even vaguely paying attention knows what a hot market this is right now. Like the right. aftermarket oh, prices are insane. through the roof. It's but insane. E- but even if you strip that away and you go back to, you know, maybe a year or two years ago and you look at some of the items, like they were already like really going up in value, you know, right. like some things were just like immediately like hitting retail and disappearing and, and, and going up in value. And this is going right. back like a year and a half, two years. So right. it is something to consider, you know, if that's your thing, it, it's something to consider for sure. Um, you know, low run, You're, like we're talking about mm-hmm. if we get to doink 7k, right? Like right. that's, that's really not a lot in the whole big scheme of things. Yeah. No, it's like, I mean, that's like a small town. You know, <laughs> <laughs> of, of all evil doinks, right? <laughs> Whoa! Ooh, oh, I just I thought, that, man, I need that doink. If, if we get a uh, if we get a new gen part two ring, I mean, it's something that comes out in the future, we need a dink. I look any character <laughs> you would name, yeah. we would we would probably do. You know, mm. like it's just a matter of of, of a getting getting rights yeah, to do the, figures. right 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 because um, i mean look oof. look at who we're doing you know and and once again not to knock the talent because like i right. said i do i do love everybody but there's sure, different sure. popularity levels oh, yeah. and, and you know um and we're doing you know chief wahoo mcdaniel right. uh sorry yeah. chief yeah. jay strongbow <laughs> not wahoo, not wahoo. <laughs> chief jay strongbow. that's next year guys um, <laughs> yeah right um we're doing we're doing the goon we're doing zodiac right. it's like you yeah, know the, yeah. there's no there's no fear like we He's know so obscure characters yeah. yeah and it's just it's that, yeah so cool. like you said people freak out about like in a good way like yeah. i can't believe it i have to get this like yeah i mean i'm just sitting yeah. here thinking of like half of my Hasbro collection, like the Mountie, the Repo Man, you know, um, uh, El Matador. Did we get an El Matador? Tito Santana? I didn't think. Oh, no, it was the, uh, I have it. It's the WrestleMania one, the... um, Strike Force, Tito. Uh, Strike Force, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the white. They're fights. doing yeah, a yeah. Dominic Mysterio as a little kid. Yeah. Like, little kid on, Dominic. You know? <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that one. It's yeah, a Build-A-Figure. A- oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, that's pretty yeah. sweet. Wow. Yeah, Summer SummerSlam build a figure. Oh damn! <laughs> yeah, that's, that's cool. a must-have for me for sure. Damn. 
I might have to get that too. <laughs> if they're doing like a you know a little kid, they could they could do the dink, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. They ha- what about the the Paul L ring? It's like remember the the puppet. Oh yeah, yeah Rocco. That could be Rocco. yeah Rocco. That could be that could be dink. <laughs> what if you just made a short doink? <laughs> short doink. That's also Husfar's <laughs> nickname, Short Doink. Right? Yeah. That's, oh, I'm taller than you. Short Doink. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of ways to get away with making dink. Look, I'm always looking for loopholes and trying to find yeah. ways to make things just, happen, which know, is why a lot of things actually happen. But I, I think that's a, I just, that's a stretch. All right, so I got I, I got one more thing. So if we're able to get this thing, this ring backed, I think we need a USS Intrepid Lex Luger versus Yokozuna. You want the full intrepid? The full That's intrepid with with oh, the yeah, with the helicopter, just, everything. Just get the USS flag, all right? <laughs> right. Actually, I mean, that would that think would of the be the size great. that would have to be. Oh my god, think that would be the flag, and think about a, a seven inch. It would be it would be a it would be a full size bed, like literally yes. a full <laughs> size, like maybe even a queen. I don't know, but uh, actually, I wouldn't mind a Lex Luger with that American T shirt or the button down polo in the uh, the jeans. That'd be pretty badass. It's pretty Man. amazing. It's pretty amazing that you know, eleven years into the line, there's yes. still so much left that oh, is I know. Un- untouched, right. which is cool. And you know, I know people want first time in the line figures, sure. But there's so many awesome yes. uh, variations of, of existing yeah. guys that, that we still right. have to do. Even I mean, um, just like the Macho Man that's coming out. If yep. you know, yeah. it, I mean, it's like we've never had that one, and that like it completely skipped my mind. I, didn't, I never even thought about that one. So that's there's so many good ones that. Or like a, still available. There, there's so much meat on the bones, so to speak. I mean, it's it's so exciting. Like I could just sit here all day and talk about <laughs> figure. I mean, how do you I, like? How do you even get work done? Like I just, <laughs> I would be freaking out all day. Like we got to do this, we got to do that. I mean, I have to start with Giant Gonzalez. If I worked at Mattel, that'd be oh my, my first first agenda. <laughs> Giant Gonzalez is getting done, guys. Let's do it. So <laughs> I mean, I had a, I had a list when I started. I looked at the available legends list, yeah. and I was like, okay, this is what's left to do. And this is what we have to do. And I just, I just start pushing. I just start checking off names, checking off names, you know, and now, you know, now we're, we're really pushing for, for new and more from WWE in a big way, because we've, we've really been utilizing what they've given to us. Right. Right. Um, So, yes, I mean, I did the same thing you did, except I just like looked at everybody and said, we have to do all these guys. You know, we have to take advantage of everybody we have. I I really want, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I, I really want – um I was at, uh, in Michigan hanging out with AJ, and uh, we were watching old Roddy Piper matches. And I really want – it's so dumb, but the accessory of – you know the box that used that Mean Gene used to – like it's like a box the that comes down spots? and it's a microphone? Yeah, yeah I, I really want one of those. Like I don't know how it would hang from the air, but I really <laughs> want one of those just as an accessory on something. Well, while <laughs> you know you're playing, you hold it. <laughs> yeah, Do you remember yeah. Jax had some old sets that had like um, like the lighting truss or whatever. Yeah, like it was like the real scale ring with like the lighting rigs and everything outside of it. Uh, maybe we can get to that point someday where you have some sort of structure that can go around the ring and you sure. hang something down. You can um, just put like a fishing rod thing, like reel on the inside of it, and like raise it up right. and down. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. A, like a clear stuff, like you have cream. to back the ring. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We got to start with this first, guys. So. Um, no, I just I just wanted to say real quick since like it's it's a little geek out session for a moment. I yeah. I have to I don't know who was the decision maker behind this. I was probably the only happy person behind it. 
but thank you for <laughs> I, giving us oh. bald Shawn Michaels. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it might have been. Might have Steve's been like, me. it's no, been was me. it? I love yeah. it. Was it was It was his last. It was his last Yes. It was his last match, right? If we wouldn't have made it. I guarantee you, everybody would be like, "Why didn't you do his last match?" I guarantee it. Oh yeah, I, I have to agree. It it did need to be done. It needs right. to be made. Was, was there? It, a, it did need to be done. Was it's there different. a conscious decision that it's like exactly. it should probably just be a basic instead of putting out like an elite with you know like the because it was pretty Ultimate. cool attire. <laughs> You know, with the the vest and the hat, and um. I work with someone who wanted to work on it. Oh well, but not happening. Does uh, he sweat I, a lot? Bill doesn't do basic. Bill doesn't do basic. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Interesting. Yep. Hmm. yep. <laughs> but I just wanted to say, hey, yeah, like we needed it. A lot it of people were like, done. no, we don't need it. Yeah, we need it. Look, it's a $10 basic figure. Right. It's yeah. you, you don't it's have to gold. buy it. If you, right. don't you don't like it, you don't it. have to buy it. I think it's gone already, right? Or oh, yeah. I mean, pretty... I saw it twice at retail, maybe. Yeah. Um, I've actually so, never well, seen it. Never so, seen it. It is what it is, right? I was and honestly, I one pre order from, from Ringside <laughs> on that. Yeah, I right. still need right. one. Oh, I straight up, if I saw that in the store, I straight up would have bought it, autographed it, and sent it to Billy. <laughs> um, well we i don't know like i don't like you said you know this is you kind of doing this on your own time you're not at work so like i don't want to take advantage of your time yeah. um it's up to you if you want to go through any more questioning of other things or not or we can start to wrap this up i mean if you have more questions go ahead and shoot you know like let's take advantage of the time okay um so like you know, bringing up something like Ringside, um, you know, like you have a partnership with them. Um, like, how does how does that kind of stuff usually work out? Like, I, I suppose you're just looking at it as another form of retail. Um, but like, what what kind of decisions go into like giving them an exclusive or you know things like that? I mean, we we work very closely with with the ringside um and at the end of the day you want to give them something that is going to do good business for them right, right. so you kind of see sometimes like oh just make mantar and make them a ringside exclusive right i don't know that they would want mantar as their exclusive <laughs> right, because, right. Yeah, okay you, you're thinking they're dumping grounds Right, you're thinking you're thinking like limited. Just give it to Ringside. I, no, like they need things that that they're gonna do good business yeah. on that they can potentially reorder. Right, like this isn't just right. like give them whatever. And it's like you don't have infinite resources, so it's not like we could just give them a hundred crappy figures a year. Sorry, man, no. not crappy, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Fashion like, booger. Right, look, you just you're not gonna dump like a bunch of low performing figures on them. You want right. them to have heavy hitters. You want to maximize right. your your work that you're doing because you yep. can only do so much. You can only manage so much. You can only design so much. Manufacture the whole nine yards. So it's like we work with them to try to find you know figures that that they like that they think are gonna resonate with their com- consumers that we think you know will resonate with the consumers and we have meet- regular meetings and you know I'm friendly with with John there um, and of course Bill is, is is longtime buddies with John right and we you know you you see over the last few years especially like these figures like they'll go out of stock and then they'll come back a few months later because they've done reorders so we're doing right. like you know popular figures with them that they can really 
truly capitalize on, right? And and, and have ownability, capitalize on that, you know, the fans really are into. Um, yeah, so it's just like a collaborative process, really. Um, you know, sure. figures that are cool with something new about them, you know, whether it's a new head, entrance gear, or new title, you know, what have you. Um, and, you know, hopefully we, we can keep that going. And to expand on that, how does that relationship work with like WWE? Is that something that you have to uh, get approved or do they just trust you as the, you know, the, the manufacturer or, you know, like yeah. having a, an undertaker dressed as Kane, you know, would WWE be like, ah, you know, I think that needs to be mass market or how does that go? Ab- absolutely. Um, WWE has approval on everything. And um, we work very closely with WWE and they can be very prescriptive in what what they want and how they envision things as well. So, you know, there's a lot of partnership and collaboration going on across, you know, all all parties. Um, But really, it's like we'll work with ringside, then go to WWE and say, hey, this is what we're proposing. Right. And we'll give them our proposal. Sometimes they say absolutely not. Sometimes they say this is amazing. Go ahead. Uh, sometimes they tweak things. Sometimes they question, but then can be convinced. So you know, it's like any relationship. You're just you're just sure. like presenting your case to them and trying to have a meeting of the minds and and put forth put forth what's best for the business overall. Um, so you know, long story short, it's not like we can just you know John John and me and Bill can say oh we want to do this person and we just run with it. Like right. we, we have to make sure it's successful. We have to make sure licensor is on board. Um, the whole nine yards. I, I wanted to ask you, uh, what are, you could give a couple of them. What are some of the, your most favorite el- el- elites or ultimates that you've worked on? I'm going to give different answers. I'm going to try sure. to give different answers than, um, than I have on, you know, any of my live streams or whatever. And like my sure. all favorites always change anyway. So it's yes. still legit, legit answers. Um, maybe that legends return wave. Greg Valentine is super cool. Um, I think he turned out really good with his shin guard and mm-hmm. I love his robe and he's oh, recent. Yeah. And speaking of those early waves, that, that old man, ultimate warrior, um, one of the best super, super meaningful to me. Like I, you know, I mentioned WrestleMania in new Orleans and that's when he was inducted into the hall of fame. Um, and I was late getting to that raw. Um, and I literally sat down in my seat and his music hit. So, wow. like, it's really meaningful. Like, I really got there just in time to see his last yeah. WWE moment. Um, wow. So that that figure is very special to me as yeah. well. And I think it turned out really nice. And the the, the duster is super super strong. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. Um, Ultimates the the Amazon Rock was really mm-hmm. excellent. Um, one of the better you know Rock figures. Um, Hollywood Hogan, you know, I've mentioned this before, is very meaningful because he had a long absence, and you know, I was the one put put in charge of getting him back into the line and making the mm-hmm. business case and the whole nine yards. Um, so that's meaningful. A lot of work yeah. getting Hogan back in and we did that. Um, and I think, you know, maybe that cane might, might be a new crowning jewel of my ultimate yes. edition collection yeah. with his, with his cape. It the just cape. like looks so yeah. incredible. Box. Yeah. And it's funny because the cape, obviously we only know it from those, pictures or maybe even the one picture that are floating around picture yeah (laughs) i was really surprised to see that when i first saw it because i was like did he wear that again like because that that was the only time i thought it was like before he made his debut so but when you see it it looks right 
right? It's like I never yeah. want to not have the cape on him. Yeah, because yeah. I saw the I saw the like the art like the original concept artwork for Kane, you know, and they had the cape, and he was like, you know, supposed to be this exaggerated superhero kind of deal, you know, and it's like, oh man, that looks really cool. Like I wish they would have had that for a while, but now that this figure is coming out with that, it's like it's like home run. You know what so, I mean? Like it's like so cool. Like you said, you know you get approval from everything for everything from wwe do they do they see the cape and go like what what are you doing or they're like oh man that's awesome sometimes they question i think for the cape i think we just had a photo because because when bill turned something over they get kind of what you guys see like a reference shot a a render right so you see like a a render of the figure in, in gray um and for soft goods like there's no render for soft goods. That's why right. hmm. soft goods are missing when we do these early reveals. Oh, sure. So he'll do he'll do like a photo and say figure will uh, come Include with soft, soft goods whatever. entrance cape. And then if he needs additional details, he'll just spell it out. You know, as seen on whatever you know house shows for you know two weeks in, in 1997 or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it's just explaining those things, and some you know sometimes they'll question it and be like, ah, you know, we don't know about this, and we'll have a discussion, and it goes through or it doesn't. Uh, maybe there's some like IP issues, you know, and things get cut. Um, but yeah, that that's how it is. It's just like it's just dialogue, you know, approvals yeah. and dialogue and, and and meetings and and working closely together. Uh, one of my last cut, uh, things is. Um you know, you do a lot of different crossovers. Um, you know, there was like the WWE Ghostbusters or Motu. Um, but then like there's stuff like Ninja Turtles, which that was like a Playmates product. Is there any sort of like um, cooperation with you guys on something like that? Or is that just like a, the license is handed off to, to Playmates for a time? Like, but Mattel is the license, you know, the licensor manufacturer. So I didn't know if if there's any like yeah do you do you kind of help with with the process of that at all so i wasn't there during that time period uh, but as far as i know um we had nothing to do with with those sure. um it was really just like it's called splicensing um i don't know if that's an official term but that's what people call it never it's like heard it before but slivers, I like it. slivers of a license right yeah. like look at um DC or Marvel figure. You yeah. see a lot of sim or, or Power Rangers, uh, Power Rangers and Hasbro. That might be a good example. You see um, uh, the Lightning Collection um, at retail. It's their six-inch collector line. Then you see Super Seven now doing their Ultimates, which are just a little bit taller, right? But it's the, the same characters. Um, and then you have you know your um, uh, reaction figures that they're doing, and you have your SH Figuarts. Uh, figures in Japan, you know, right. so it's like you're having very similar scales, but it's like you're cutting up the license basically. So what I think happened there is just like there was like this area that was okay to explore, and it was using WWE personas, you know, slapped onto to Ninja Turtles. Um, so I think that was kind of just like a splicing thing. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask you. Uh, wh- what goes into the decision-making process with who gets a, a chase in each line? Is that something you guys kind of get together and, and decide? Like, you know, like Kurt, obviously, you know, he, he got the chase for that series or, you know, 64. whoever, you know, whoever. Um, is it is it kind of a group thing you decide, oh, we're going to let's do, you know, Kurt as the chase this time or, or how does that work? It's there's a lot of factors that come into play um artistically right it could be just great gear that we want to like make happen then you have to consider do the 
the cuts on the clothing match up because you can't do thing. So it has to be the same like clothing patterns. Mm. Um, does someone need a boost? Will a chase help them? Right? Because the chase is just one production run of a figure, but it, a portion of it split with a, a different deco. So will someone benefit sales wise? Is it like a, a superstar who like, Ooh, I don't know, they won't sell very well. But if we do a chase, then that guarantees sell through. Maybe ah. that comes into play. Uh, but you've seen it spread across, you know, main adventures through, you know, these world building talents. Like, so um, it really is dependent on the, the situation. Maybe it's cost. Maybe, you know, uh, somebody somebody would make for a great chase, but their their gear is so expensive, and we just can't do it. So then we have to pivot right. to somebody we can't afford, especially when you're talking about basics. Um, so you know, a lot to a lot to factor in there when when you choose them. Ideally, it's just you're picking somebody who is just going to have an awesome variation of their gear, you know, right. um, mm-hmm. or or somebody you really want to try to get two out of that's meaningful. Like I think maybe like Legends Jake. Um, that's coming out, uh, and and the the last one, they're they're pretty meaningful, right? Because for, mm-hmm. for Le- Legends Jake, that's coming, you're getting that that blue flame gear, right? Um, which We've was needed that for so long. Yeah, <laughs> yep. And then you know you're getting WCW Jake, which is like, I, ha, did Jake even have WCW merchandise at the time? I don't even know. <laughs> and it's right. cool because you're you're getting the Cobra too, right? Instead right. Of, instead of the Python, so that's going to be pretty damn awesome. Um, I do have a quick question. I, I don't. Do you work on the retros at all? That is have, my that is my line now. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yep. Perfect. I, I do have a quick question, <laughs> and if you can't answer this, I, I completely understand. Giant Gonzalez. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna mess around with it. No, you, um, got, you got one already. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Is there a possibility that there will ever be a two pack like tag team set for retros? I think so. Um, yeah. I think it's a strong possibility because okay. they'll live on Mattel Creations out of the gate. Right. But it doesn't mean we can't explore other things, whether it's two packs on Mattel Creations or two packs somewhere else. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think it's possible. I think maybe yeah. they may have been explored legitimately mm-hmm. a little while back and it just didn't okay. come to fruition. But, yeah, yeah. look, they I just- think they'll... I think they'll be successful out of the oh, gate, yeah. and if they are, that just like I said when I was talking about the ring uh, and the arena, the more. Yeah. right? Success means it's easy to explore more. It's easy to make a case. Say, hey, look at this. Let's let's make it happen. Let's yeah. do more. And right. they're like, okay, run with it. And right. now so, you don't have to worry about like shelf space at stores. You know, like a, a two pack. You know, like would wouldn't nec- wouldn't something like that have to like require like an extra? You know slot yeah you would need retailers interested you need to to convince them that that's going to be a you know uh, a productive peg for them you know the whole nine yards right. and now you don't um, have to worry about that right right exactly exactly and does that take away from something that would be more productive in your own line right you're you're competing with yourself if they're like you have two right. feet yeah you know what what is going to work best in this two feet uh maybe it is a retro two-pack i don't know yeah. but is it is it uh, you know the Batista Ultimate Legend, right? Or is it more Ooh. Legends figures, or is it something else? Is it a new kids yeah. line? Um, it's like you, you have to you have to have those discussions and figure out the the best foot forward. So many cool things coming up! I'm so excited yeah. for all my of this, list you know? grows every day of stuff I still need to buy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me ask you guys: What was your favorite reveal at Comic Con this year? Oh man, now I got it. You oh, know, um, I mean, um, I. I was gonna say I gotta go with the Jake Roberts. I mean, that especially the blue flame. I mean, that one. 
I've always loved that that outfit. I mean, because I, I remember he had a um, a promo shot where he's just holding the snake up, and he's just got this kind of grisly look on his face, and it was just like, man, you know, and and the the Hasbro didn't do do him justice. I mean, it was cool at the time, but you know, it was. It just wasn't a great outfit attire, and they never made it. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. but this is, and, and obviously, since my name is Jake, I'm, I've always been. A, <laughs> my dad used to call me Jake the Snake, and then he called me other things that I won't say. But uh, you know, <laughs> but uh, you know, I've always, I've always had a, you know, a, a special place for Jake, um, you know, in my collection and just in wrestling in general. And it's that figure is just, I, I think is probably my favorite. I mean, it's just. It's just so cool and just like I love it. I think I think it was a, a Comic Con reveal, um, but the the Billy Gun in the camera. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and cool. and what made me excited for that? And you can confirm, deny, or not say anything, but that would allude to the rest of the guys and gal getting you know similar treatment. Well, I think you know that was. It's the worst kept secret of of lineups. <laughs> well, is is sure, the DX Army coming? Because you know, oh, Billy. Or whatever, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you not only did uh, did we show Hunter at at Comic Con as well, but you know, we we announced it as the DX Army is invading the Legends line, right? Right. So right. it's like we got to complete we got to complete the faction yeah. for sure. So that, that that is like a a big thing for me, and like I'm I'm excited to see like. I, I love that it's kind of a two-in-one figure. You know, you can take the the soft goods off, and now they have you know their their ring gear, or you know, it could be street clothes for all I know. Um, but like, I I think that's really cool, and I'm excited to like, ooh, what's gonna what's gonna be underneath? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that last Billy was really hard to find too. The uh, Hall of Champions Billy w- was super tough. He was kind of in and out at Target really quick. So right. it's great. It's great when you can like give people another chance at something. Yes, thank you. Right. I need I needed help there. <laughs> um, mine was. Uh, it's sad because he's like, oh, now what is the burns? Uh, I was mm. really excited for that figure. Uh, but my. My favorite favorite would have to be that Undertaker, the Ultimate Undertaker. Just I've been waiting for you know an you know elite or ultimate version of him, and with all you know the different heads and the entrance jacket is like perfect. It's like how I remember him, you know, coming out as a kid, and I just I, I'm so excited for that figure. That's awesome. Love it. And, Love hearing this. And Actually, would you, would you say that the the fiend is was not far enough along or? Um, to, to get put into production or I don't know that's the honest answer um, yeah. this all just happened a couple more sure. releases on Friday as well and yeah. discussions have to be had and you have to figure things out so we're in the process of doing that I hope hope we can I make hope. it right please um, it's really cool looking and and you know I think I think everybody really does want it I think I it's not too. one of those things where someone leaves a company and everyone loses interest right I think people sure. want, want this figure and to I be can seen see that making sense for certain people or whatever but yeah it, it would almost don't, make don't, people want it even want more yeah you know? that's yeah. uh you know that's well you um, know it, it's it's all it's a completely different look and now his last look man and, you, you know the, you'd hope that they would do it He's also one of those those characters and has a look that even if you don't collect WWE, 
that you that mm. might catch your eye and you'd be yeah. like, right. oh, what is this? Right. And like I collect horror figures and this will this is right. the same size as my NECA figures. This goes on my shelf there. It's cool yeah. looking. And it right. was designed by, you know, by a, a, a well a, a notable horror mm-hmm. uh, right. right. So it's, it's super cool all around. Yeah. So fingers crossed it works out. I hope so. There's Please. your fiend right there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, that's um, incredible. I cool. do have a fan. I wouldn't say request because I, I, I can't dictate what you can make. Um, I, I'm a huge Liv Morgan fan, and I'm a huge DC Harley Quinn fan. So I'm hoping one day we get a Liv Morgan with that. What was it? I think it was WrestleMania. WrestleMania, yeah. Harley Quinn yeah. gear. I, you know, I don't know with licensing and everything. Even if it, it's like um, the uh, Gargano where they had to, you know, you had to take off the slashes because it's Wolverine. I would even be happy with, you know, a red top sweater with white, you know. That's, That's so, so excited. You know, <laughs> so excited. Make the I, things I, I want. I love Harley Quinn, so I yeah. you know, I love Liv Morgan too. So it's like best of both worlds for me. Don't don't know like IP wise if it's in a gray area or doable, sure. but I I can say that we were texting when that happened. Uh, you know the group of us uh, at yeah. Mattel, and, and I think Bill was already like counting the deco to see if it was even possible, <laughs> right? Because you know both both of their sure. gears during that show was like oh, super super yeah. extravagant. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean comic book fans here wrestling fans here like we would love to to do something like that yeah awesome hell yeah and i just got one more quick quick question (laughs) is there uh anyway you can let me know when the ultimate hulk hogan is going back up on amazon so i can get it this time because i keep missing it every time (laughs) it is going back up later this month um there will be a real date and some hoopla awesome. around it um so as soon as that is 100 percent locked in i'm going to share that info i'll share it in Hell the group yeah. here and i'll share it on my social and the Appreciate forums that. and everywhere i can but yeah there'll be a real legitimate pre-sale date um coming for both hulk and jeff yeah because literally every time uh, don't it, share it to happened. jake because i try to wake him up he's sleeping every time and i'm like jake order 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 because yeah, i sleeping. i work really early i get up at five every day you know whatever but um you know yeah he both times i've i've woke up to like miss texts from husfar he's like hey you know it's up right now with the link to it i'm like oh sweet and then i go on and of course it's like yeah, eight hours yeah. later, and you know, I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. And and I'm I'm right there with you. You know, right. I had someone. Um, he was a little mean to me, saying, "You don't know what it's like. You get stuff for free, and I get some stuff uh, for free for sure." But I'm out there buying stuff sure. with you guys and hunting right, yeah. and finding legends at, at Target. Right. I'll, and I'll never understand yeah. that. My Jeff, I had to send my Jeff to Jeff this week, oh. so I don't have a Jeff. So <laughs> right. I need to, I need to get it also. So I'm right there with you, like trying right. to, to pre-order these because it's but, not guaranteed. Like I'll get one because yeah. I have to look at it to make sure it's okay, right? Oh yeah. It's like even though I'm not designed, I'm like the last step, right? If there's right. something that we can affect, you know, at the last minute, sure. that's where like I kind of come in. Um, right. That's where running changes happen, right? Um, but if we need it for something else. It's taken out of my hands and gone. Yeah. Just like this chap, so. yeah, but you know, just going going back to that, that's that's why we do this. It's the thrill of the hunt. You know, you, you can't yes. win them all. You know, yep. so it's yep. it makes it fun. So, but um, I'll quit. I'll quit bugging you. <laughs> if he wasn't brought up so many times, and this this is for sure my last thing, um, but I know it's something that a lot of people ask about. But it's Jake the Snake. Um, Who? Jake no kidding, kidding, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you didn't hear. Um, it, it's you know he works for another company, but continues to get tons of stuff. 
Um, is that is that something that like you're aware of like the contracts of how that works, or is that like strictly like a WWE thing? Well, and yeah, he still has shirts on and merch on WWE Shop uh, and other partners. Like I almost wore my Jake homage shirt today with the, the classic green shirt with the Jake logo on it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it was just an existing deal in place. His existing merchandise deal um, is just still in play. Um, so, you know, it's not like, but that wasn't a contract to appear on television. It was just a merchandise deal, sure. right? So he was free to go elsewhere and perform and they, they weren't going to stop him. Um, same thing with Dallas. Dallas uh, appeared a couple times on the, right. on the competitor, right? I probably shouldn't sure. say the name, yeah. um, but but Dallas <laughs> appeared as well, and sure. um, and we made you know another DDP figure. So you yeah, know, if, it's if, just if, you know, I know it's yeah. very interesting to a lot of people that like the moment that you know even a couple appearances seem plausible, but like he's an ongoing person that it's like oh yeah, because wow, yeah, I remember when he's legend- on every week and still gets new figures. When the, <laughs> the last Legends Jake that came out, you know, and I saw him on the competitor show, I was like, oh, no, we're not going to get that figure. And then we still got it. So I was yeah, like, Yeah, oh, everyone thought, okay. like, it's not yeah. happening. Right. And, and, we got, and we got the Motu Jake. You're right. Also. Yes. Yes. Right. So, okay. So, yeah, yeah I mean, if, if they're on good terms with the company, yeah. right, yeah. and if there's an existing deal in place... Um, and everything is legal, and everyone's on the same page. Sure. Like things are possible, you know sure. what I mean? I mean, Jericho yeah, yeah. appeared on the Austin podcast, True. right? You're it's, right. Yeah. You know, to to get into wrestling terms, you know, like you know that forbidden door is right. a thing that seems to creak open a little more here and there, and it's uh, it's it's cool to see. A business deal is a business deal, right? right. Like, right. That, that's right. it. Like the old the old days of, of someone jumping ship and all chaos ensu- ensuing. Yeah. I mean, it still happens, but yeah. um, <laughs> it's, 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 it shouldn't be as surprising anymore. Right. It's fun, so so yeah. you know, keep that aspect no, going. That's cool. But, yeah. That's very yep. cool. Yep. All right. Yeah, we could be geeks and do this all night long, but we <laughs> shouldn't. Um, and we're pretty much coming to that close of the time anyway. So. Um, you know, definitely want to thank you for being part of all this and, um, you know, hanging out in the, the major group and being so, uh, you know, transparent, transparent and, yeah. Yeah. Thank and, you and so open much. to, you know, hanging out with, with the fans and talking. So it's very appreciative. And thank you for making like all my favorite stuff that I love to buy. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> I'll try to continue to do that. Um, thanks, thanks for, ha- thanks for having me. You know, yeah. I, 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 I I've given credit where credit is due before Jeremy was like this, you know, back in the day mm-hmm. and he, his, his knowledge and openness helped me immensely when I was able to finally get into this industry. And hopefully by me doing the same, like it not only helps you with collecting and understanding, but you know, get some of you guys hyped up to, to oh, do yeah. the same, like pursue things and, and, you know, uh, whether it's, it's, it's toys or, or whatever, just like, you know, take the knowledge and, and do what you will with it. Um, but you know, that's why I'm so open with everybody. I yeah. just want to, to make, as much knowledge known to the public as possible and you know from a, from collector standpoint to to just understanding how things work to maybe you know getting your foot in the door with opportunities because you have more information like all that stuff so yeah. um it's it's always my pleasure to to talk with everybody whether it's on these podcasts or or social yeah cool. we we appreciate you so much yeah no it was it was a lot of fun to learn about you as as a fan and then to get a little bit of a look inside 
you know, the toy maintenance, so to speak. So thank you again. My pleasure, thank guys. You. Thank you. And go to MattelCreations.com and back the new generation arena. Cheap plug. Yeah. Hell yeah. Back, <laughs> back it. I need doink. Yeah. So, yeah. Big thank you to Steve. Yeah. It was awesome Thanks, having Steve. him on. But now it is time. Oh, hell yeah. For. Oh. We got some hoes in this house. Got some hoes in this house. <laughs> Dude, you've been making me sing that like all week. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, MWO questions. <laughs> I was going to try to sing it. Yeah, I was going to try to sing it. We got we like got it. four by sixes, not two by fours or you know whatever, but four by sixes. And um, so yeah, uh, we're going to go through and pick and see who wins. Uh, signed four by six. Oh hell! I got yeah. one. All right. So I'm going to pick my man, the man. Of a thousand shirts, oh. Joey Hudson. He he actually messaged me. He said, "Why don't I ever pick his questions?" Well, you, I'm picking pick, it. He because they did, suck. Like, <laughs> no, he did Gonzalez ones. He like goaded you into. I know. It. I know. He has some good ones. I've, I don't. I don't know why I've never picked any of his. Actually, he well, has two. He has two questions this week. Maybe I should pick. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's a double winner. We'll have to see. Oh. oh no promises so, though. I haven't so. I haven't read any of these yet. So we'll see. I'm I'm picking um, rank match title wins by order of which is your personal mm. favorite. Mm-hmm. Um. So my number one definitely has to be the GCW Homecoming world title win just you know i was there uh it yeah. was an incredible moment to experience live um you know just you know all the the cans flying and you know the the little gang pizza cutters family rivalry <laughs> and the pizza cutters um number two uh i'm gonna say i'm gonna say the ic title win just because it was just such a um surprising moment and such an incredible moment uh you know with his dad coming yep. up and hugging him the cowboy hat and super you know, bomb rips it off and <laughs> um number two uh, number, <laughs> number three would be the um wrestlemania 35 matt and brian winning um okay. you know got to get brian in there too you know, spectacular yeah. win yeah and then the last would be the um i mean i know there's a lot more i'm trying to well, keep it all short. televised um you got the u.s title win i guess okay. would be the next one um you know that was another good one i mean he what he lost Lost that to Miz the next day? No, that was the IC was the title. IC. Okay, so, no, yeah. he held the U.S. for a good I'm not while, even right? sure, but, you know, a couple weeks, couple maybe, yeah. maybe a couple months, maybe. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, mine are kind of similar. They, they flip-flop a little. Um, I'll go the opposite direction. Um, and, you know, so I'll start with my, I don't know, least favorite, I suppose. But it's... Okay. it's I hate doing like least favorite because I don't think it's like, you know, bad. It just happens to right. be the last of right. a lineage of cool things of that cool happened. Things. Yeah. But um US title I suppose would be the last. Yeah. But I think that's I think it's a really great one because it yeah. was like at the height of woo woo woo, you right. know, right. and all that. Like so that you know, it's a great one. But it's yes. it's, yeah. it's the last I suppose. Yeah. Um then yeah. After yeah. that, <laughs> I would say, I would say that it's the um, the WrestleMania 35 tag title win. Really? Again, it's a great one, but you know, and, and especially because like it was the end of Brian's losing streak, and um, but uh, you know, it's still a great win. Then the next one after that would be the um, their their first tag title win. Mm. 
but when they won the Smack SmackDown yeah. tag titles as, you know, I guess they were I think they were still technically edgeheads. They just weren't dressed like yeah. Edge anymore. Right. Um, yeah, they had the long hair and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one, because it was the first title win for sure. either of them outside of, you know, NYWC or whatever. Sure. Right. Or, you know, if they had any in FCW or, you know, like, so that yeah. would be that one. Then I would say GCW. Because, um, yeah, it was what an incredible night seeing him do something completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, trending over the Olympics. The blood. You know, and UFC, um, him being in just that type of match. It's his first technically world championship. Um, but then number one is IC title mm. um, uh, at WrestleMania. You know, like that to me was just like the biggest win out of anything, you know, that yeah. he had done. Um, and, you know, same you as you <laughs> with the GCW title, I was there for that and not at all thinking it was going to happen, just being happy to see him in the match and then him win. That's my number one. Very cool. Uh, mine's very simple. Uh, I got to go with the FWF title. The Interstate <laughs> Championship and the <laughs> FWF right. Tag Team Championship. Because no. he does have all those belts, though. No. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're no, right. I'm, I'm going to. won the Interstate Championship when it, he received it in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go. Uh, my favorite is the Intercontinental Championship win. Uh, that, that one's just my favorite. Um, second, I'm going to go with the GCW title. I really. I th- honestly. I thought he was going to do, you know, really good and everything, but I didn't think he was going to win. I didn't think he was going to walk out with the title. So I was pretty shocked when that happened. And then I got to go with uh, Mania 35 tag team titles as my top three. Um, I mean, the the U.S., that one was good, too. Um, and then, of course, the I mean, there's so many good ones, but... They're all but good. The, the, I'm just, yeah, but, I mean, just the way I'm going to rank them is, you know... Yeah, I, I, you know, I hate having any of them be last. Right, 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 right. right, right. One of them yeah. has yeah. to be last. Yeah, they're, they're all important, you know, so... Right. Yeah. Next! Next! <laughs> <laughs> um. Someone better pick the one I was going to... Uh, I was originally going to pick. Man, there... Yeah, there's... I'm, I'm gonna go with, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it. I'm sure, but Sean Thibodeau, Thibodeau, yeah, you got it. Thibodeau, 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 um, <laughs> I love prop replicas from Power Ranger helmets, mm, Lord of the Rings swords, and lightsabers. If WWE mm. were to make some that weren't title belts, what would be a layup for you guys? I'd say a hard sweet question. Undertaker urn with lights and sounds. Uh, Paul Bearer oh, or the Tinker. Oh. Um, so I pick it, but I don't really have an Irwin answer. Erwin R. Scheiss's briefcase. Um, I can give an answer if you want. Shawn Michaels' heartbreak hotel bed. The whole, <laughs> the whole thing. The whole bed? Damn. The whole bed. Um, I'm <laughs> gonna... the, curtain, the curtains and everything. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to pick, um, you know how... I show, I've showed you guys my my really nice fiend mask with like mm-hmm. the leather straps. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I want a really nice cane mask. Have they done that? Like an actual mm-hmm. like not those plastic shits that you get when you're a kid. You know. I don't. I, feel like I don't. May, I don't know. Think so. I really don't know. I want like that caliber like cane mask. Like yeah. actually, you know, legit like high quality. Like, yeah. High quality. Top notch. 
Are we talking no. like the first version or? Yeah, the first version. Oh, you got to go first. Yeah, yeah, the original. You know, no, yeah. none of that new stuff. I like the new stuff, but the, the original is what I grew up with. But yeah. I want like that caliber, yeah. you know, quality fiend. You know, they did the, do the burned fiend mask. Um, that would have been my answer if they didn't make one, but they did. Yeah. So. But yeah, yeah, the cane mask. Um, Love it. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Um, I'm gonna go with gold dust wig. Dust wig. <laughs> you could just go to a wig store. You want a official no, license? Um, honestly, I think I think something that should actually be made that I I don't even think they ever have is like the king crown, like Jerry the King Lawler's oh, crown. Yeah. You know, like you know, I mean, what if they did? What about Macho more, King? Well, yeah. What if they did more than just that? Like, what if they did? But there was like, like Harley Race, you know, or like Seamus's Bret Hart's. Really cool. Yeah, um, yes. you know some of the King Corbin's of, was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, I actually like that one that was like black and it had like the right inlays yeah, it cool in it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah some uh, of them have had Bret really Hart. Cool, you know, there, there was distinctive some, masks. Or yes, uh, not masks. Crown. Uh, Crown. King Mabel. Crown. King Mabel had King one Mabel. too. His was yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, now, would I King have... Mabel's be like the the Zack Ryder headband with the spiky hair? Would would the King Mabel have the mohawk coming the out? The mohawk, yeah, like that. <laughs> I have yeah. the like they made Lily, you know, from the uh, the doll Alexa Bliss's feed. Oh, sorry, I, have I forgot it. what the name was. Yeah, yeah, they like they made that. So mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot. Some of the newer stuff they've made, but they they really should make more. I feel like people would go crazy for them. Yeah, I mean, kind of like <sighs> the urn, you know, they like made the that. high quality like stuff. They've I, made urns. Yeah, but, but they I, never I know made what he's a... saying, like the the one like like it's always been like uh, commemorative. Like they celebrating thirty five years or right. something like that. It's not just a regular that. one, you know. Kind of like how Bret Hart's sunglasses, you know, how they had like it is not like a normal kind of like. It's, I'm trying to think like they've never had, you know, at least nowadays compared to back then, like what the wrestlers wore. Actually, you know, it's the right. same. It sure. was the same quality, and the same thing. Yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, I mean, if they made, you know. You know, a seventy-five dollar crown, hundred dollar. It doesn't have to have real, you know, rubies and rhinestones and whatever sure, in it. Yeah. You know, but uh, you know, I mean, just some quality stuff. I think would, I, I, I think, think would be really cool. I think that's like the best overall idea yeah. is giving, like, yeah, just like they have replica titles, do right. replica crowns, right. and it would be a really cool way to like if they were to like legit bring King of the Ring and Queen of yes. the Ring back yeah you know like hell yeah they could and then jerry lawler could present thing. the you yeah. know you know like, that would be so cool. lawler can sign a couple of them or something uh, I, yeah. I think that would yeah. be a really cool idea yeah. yeah hell yeah yeah i love that that's a good question and my question is from brian lyons <laughs> after john c <laughs> after john cena stole the show in the suicide squad as peacemaker this weekend such a good rock Yes, it was great. Hey, did you guys see Jungle Cruise? <laughs> no, not yet. It was really good. Okay, so, um, oh my God. So this weekend in The Rock, soon to be the Black Adam, or ugh, to be Black Adam, what modern wrestler would you like to see in a superhero movie, and who would you like to see them play? Not sure why this popped in my head, but I think Bray Wyatt would make a great Mojo, the X-Men villain. He'd so, make a great mojo. That's a good, yes. good pick. Yeah, man. So, ooh, this is tough. I'm it would be a very interesting pick, but I like it. Yeah, I really like yeah. it. Yeah. I think they should do yeah. it. 
I'm gonna go. Kevin Feige, hit up Bray Wyatt. Uh, Wyndham Rotunda, please. <laughs> Rotunda. Who's Rotunda? <laughs> That's his name. It's Rotundo. Rotundo. It's Rotundo. I thought it was Rotunda. Yeah. All right. No, sorry. Negative. Okay. So anyway, I'm gonna go. <laughs> okay, Deanna Parata. <laughs> Who's Lewis Lane? Who's Lewis Lane? <laughs> the reason we're all giggling is because we just fucked up this question so bad for like ten minutes. We had to cut it out, <laughs> so that's why this we're all giggling. This is the re- anyway. This is the re- the remix. All right. So anyway, I'm gonna go so remix with to ignition, hot and fresh out the kitchen. Dude, can I finish this shit? No, seriously. Sorry. Yeah. Go all right. So I'm gonna go with Dean Ambrose as Victor's ass. That's a really oh, good one. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like yeah, that. I love that. Um, All right. What do you guys got? For mine, so do you, did you guys watch the Superman animated series when you were younger? It's like the Batman animated yeah. series. No, so, I, did, did you, I didn't. No. There's a character called Livewire who is like yep. a... Oh, um, yeah. She yeah, was, she had uh, blue hair and white skin. Mm-hmm. Heavily featured in um, the Flash TV series. Yep. Oh really? Oh, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that far. So I, I think Alexa Bliss would play a really good live oh. wire. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's a good one. Because she, she like whoever voiced her. I forget who voiced her in the animated, but like it's very similar to how Alexa Bliss um, talks and stuff. And I think she'd had that good attitude. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Jake just tore ripped. Open. He just his, ripped it open. His drunk Scott Hall box. Hey yo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Now Ooh, we would have to, you know, get some uh, movie magic as far as like um, WCW Mike. You know, uh, fixing up the appearance just a little bit. But the Dark Order's John Silver as Wolverine. That'd be cool. Or Puck. Yeah, that's a great one. Because. As great as Hugh Jackman was, there's there was always that lingering complaint that he was too tall. And John Silver is short as fuck. And jacked as fuck. Jacked as fuck. I'll bet that if he stopped doing his wrestler thing of shaving his body, he's probably hairy as fuck. Because have <laughs> you seen that beard? He's been manscaping the shit out of himself. Now, he's, he's But bald. is he that short? Is Wolverine that short? I mean, okay, let's... Yes, yes. Um, Wolverine... Yeah, I'm looking up to height. height. Five foot three. Five three. Okay, what? let's see John, John Silver. Silver. Yeah, he's, he's short as fuck. E-W height. Height. Five four. Okay, yeah, that fits. That works. Wow. Well, that's build height. He's shorter than but, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, he's he's a little guy. I mean, um, it, it goes with the, you know, uh, the animal Wolverines. They're small but deadly. Right. Well, rip your face well, off. Hey, Husfar, what kind of animal are you? I am a cheetah. <laughs> Why is that? Why? <laughs> because they run fast and. Because you're a scaredy cat. <laughs> Cheetahs aren't scared. They're predators, motherfucker. No, nah, you're a big old pussy. That's what you are. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was a seal. All right. <laughs> Fucking stupid seal. (laughs) You ever see Strange Wilderness? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. All right. So, anyway, Uh, we've got the last question. That's it. We did them all. Where's the other guy at? What other guy? I thought we had four. Oh, what? What? You want to do a fourth one? You want to do a fourth? Just for the hell of it? AJ. 
So AJ. who's going to sell it, though? Hey, who's you know what? send it? Hmm. I got to send AJ a yeah. special, special fourth fourth Q&A no. question. Fuck. We all send them. All right. Ooh, very special. Uh, right. Who are we going to send it to? I don't right. know. Who's we, picking? Right. How are we deciding who's picking? Grandma Hussey picks. All right. In her in her grandma voice. In her grandma voice. <laughs> yes. All right. I'll do it like that. All right. All right. Let me pick. Um, let's see. Let me put my bifocals on and take a look, <laughs> Sunny. Bifocal. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, um. What did we do? Well, we did all. Okay. Oh uh, no, he has one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's send him to our boy Joe Vin. Yeah. Who is the leader? Oh wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. <clears throat> Who is the leader of the MWO? <laughs> I'm the leader of the MWO. Everyone knows this, Joe. Mm. Come on, you you know yeah. this. Why does this need to be asked? <laughs> what did you just say? Why does this need to be why asked? This, why does this need to be oh. asked? I said yeah, it really he, he doesn't know because you're not you're not aggressive enough to be you're the leader. You're not aggressive enough. You're not aggressive enough. As opposed to me, the alpha male, aka the leader. Mm-hmm. Billy, what's your input on this? <laughs> I would say yeah, there's a nervous laugh. That's what second. That's what second place people do. They laugh no. nervously like that. Nervous. You laugh. You laugh even. Wor- you laugh even more nervously. <laughs> no, that's just my fake laugh because I don't find anything funny. Yeah, and 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 <laughs> alpha males are real, not fake. So, yeah. I would say Jake the fake. Ooh. Ooh. We <laughs> are the major order. That's right. We are the we leaders are of this shit. Yeah. Me and Billy are as far as just sucks. We are Groot. We are Groot. I'm just kidding. I love Husfar. You hate me. No, I don't. I love you. you. Hate me. I so, love you so much. <laughs> who is the leader? Nah, we're all we're, we're all, all equally. We yeah. are Venom. <laughs> Ooh, when's that coming out? Uh October. Nice. I can't wait. Hell yeah. There we go. So now we there you go, Joe Vin. Joe Vin. Oh. There you go, Joe Vin. <laughs> you win an MWO four by six from all three members. <laughs> Play my fucking music. <laughs> Please? <laughs> I got Galoom, a Hasbro Dusty. I got the merch that drives the marks while the ring-worn gear, they want to wear it. H-A-R-D, just like Blue Chew, I'm just a major mark. Major mark! I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy! I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. Claim all the figs. Claim all the merch. Like Super Gabby. You already know the Michael Jordan. And Scotty Pippen. With Phil Jackson. Always scratching that itch. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy, toy boy, I'm just a major mark, major mark, I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. Hey all you major marks, 
claim all that merchandise. 